This is Strange Assembly, episode 44, Magnum, part 1. This is Strange Assembly, a podcast about card games, board games, and role-playing games with a focus on the Legend of the Five Rings universe. You can download additional episodes of this podcast via iTunes or on our website, www.strangeassembly.com. While you're there, you can check out our main page or stop in and say hi on the forums. You can also follow those main page updates on Facebook or Twitter. Any comments or criticisms can be directed to Chris at strangeassembly.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody. We're on the flip side of the Atlanta Cote. Uh, I'm Chris Stevenson, and here with me today are Justin Purdy. Hello. Randy Slavin. Howdy. Double first loser, I believe. Uh, Mike Cook. Hey. And Gerald. Hi. Our first segment today, we are just going to talk about the Atlanta Cote. And why don't we start with the two people who were not... Uh, <laughs> running as staff at the Cote. <laughs> okay, okay, well, I guess you probably shouldn't badmouth the staff then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great Cote. I had a lot of fun. I think the environment is actually a lot of fun, unless you're a crane loyalist. So, um, <laughs> how do you like the Cote? <laughs> uh, no, I, I would generally agree. Uh, I think, especially given the change in venue that was just out of completely out of your hands, uh, it was really change of venue. It was just where it was. Uh, it was. What, what it, it was at the. It was still at the same store, but the store moved from one location <laughs> to another. Yeah. Yes. The uh, the old location was perfect. The new location wasn't perfect because kind of ramped in, but it, it immediately it worked, and everything was still well organized on time. I think bringing in lunch is a good idea because it yes. really helps yeah. to bring. That was a real move popular last out. year. I decided to serve drinks because after watching about the fourth nerd with like a plate full of pizza <laughs> and like a two liter bottle and then he does like the one handed unscrew <laughs> and then the one handed pour into a solo cup that's precariously balanced on a table. I was like, okay, no, let me, let me help you out there. Yeah, that, you that just took was, four minutes to pour one glass of soda. I can't have this. <laughs> that, that was another thing where we, again, had more space last year, just, just like everything, and so there was, I think, more room for people to come and get their This year, there was pretty much exactly enough space to run the event, and that is it. Yeah, we, we had 79 players. If we had had 82 players, and thus had 41 matches, someone would have had to have played sitting on the floor or standing up. What about, what about the little dungeon room? We pulled all the well, stuff out but, of it. Yeah, there were no more chairs. We literally used every, every chair. single chair... That the, or we had well we had there were eighty chairs so we didn't use every single one I guess but wow. uh, we were, were very, very tournament very staff got to stand up quite a bit Just uh, stack up the games workshop box <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I'm sure the store would have appreciated that yeah but there was that uh, the tables at the new location are rather narrow or. Uh, Vast expanses, one well, or the other. People, yeah, the, the, there were the big, those big, the big tables, which are more often used for miniatures gaming, and you normally mm. not used for CCG. Yeah. Those got transported from the other location. The skinny tables, did those not, were new. Those were new. I, yeah. I guess they did not 
transport over the more normal sized tables that were at the other location? Well, I thought they, they had both. Well, there were. We had all of them. There were a couple. Yeah, but there were only like three of those hours. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, it was, it was kind of funny because no matter what you were, you were bumping elbows. So even if you were on the big long one, you still didn't have enough room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had, yeah, there, were, there was a lot of distance between you and your opponent, but you and the guy next to you did not have a lot of space. I mean, no, ideally, I think you're sitting, like for L5R, each of those tables would have two games going on at it, and we had to have three. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, you know, the average game doesn't get that many cards out. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alpha Bar does not involve dumping a bunch of cards no, no. on the, the table. I mean, when we got into the, the later rounds, we were able to yeah. push some of the, the, the skinny black tables together. But, yeah, that was not... not we also got delayed a little bit at the start because there were a couple of people, Trevor, uh, <laughs> who had given like false a false name, and somehow this ended up them being entered in twice. Well, no, no, no. The, the, the twice was because he'd given a false name for someone else, and that someone else had registered independently <laughs> without realizing he'd been registered twice. Well, plus, oh, well, and, but Trevor was also in there twice, because Trevor registered as Mr. Pennybags. Right. And Mr. Trannybags ended up in twice, so we had to, like, repair after the first announced pairing. And, and, and for you listeners who weren't there, which I assume is the majority of you, um, Trevor comes in wearing, it was like lime green with glitter on it. Yeah, velvet. Velvet pimp thing going on. And there's with like. $100 bills with. Well, know, not actual, those were not actual $100 bills. No, although he did have a giant stack of one. He got $100 <laughs> from his bank. He went down to his bank right before the cote. He said, they hate me. I just ran them out of ones. <laughs> <laughs> and they were his wealth tokens. Well, yeah, using those for wealth tokens. Uh, which is permissible under the floor rules so long as you <laughs> only have like one other kind of token in play yeah. at a time. Yeah. But that we can save that for another segment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. We went into a, a subway, and the suburban family in the subway did not bat an eye at him. I was really impressed by that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, you people have seen some serious stuff in your time. If... if that doesn't even make you afraid for your children or something. I don't know. Yeah. But sister, I don't forget it. I'm, I, since I found it entertaining. And the player in question doesn't have to worry about it because I don't remember who you were, so it's not like it would <laughs> possibly be held against you. There was a player who, before the tournament, had pornographic deck backers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kind of walking just by so I do it. I kind of walk past these, and I stop, and I'm like, oh, well, I don't, I, I don't know. And there was like a little, like, like, People with, you know, strategically placed <laughs> hands or something, and maybe I don't want somebody to use those. And I look down, and I'm like, no, there are no strategically placed anything. I, I don't even get to the whole, like, they aren't, they wouldn't be legal deck backers anyway, because they're not issued by AEG or, you know, an AEG or, you know, an L5R artist hmm. making them, so you wouldn't be allowed to have them regardless of what's hmm. on them. But, but then on top of but, but yes, the actual naked people, not, <laughs> not okay for your deck backers at the, the tournament. But at least we caught it before the tournament started mm. instead of him having to get uh, re-decked back in the middle of a round. Yeah, I was, I was actually really worried, um, having not played in a while, uh, that everything would be up to snuff, and I really don't want to have to re-back a deck in five minutes because I'm not sure that's possible. Everyone's always worried about that, but we did run into yeah, issues. If you have improper deck backers and have to like take them out, and especially if you're trying to re-deck back, it can take a long time, yeah. and then if the game goes to time, you lose. So you do not want there to be something wrong with your right. sleeves or deck backers. I mean, and you know in advance what the rules are. It may be kind of lame if you 
aren't quite up on what the rules are, but I don't. I mean, what else are you going to do? Like, as a Tito, I certainly don't want to hold the tournament up for another 15 minutes yeah. because, you know, everybody else is done. But uh, yeah. the honor events we had, I thought went, I thought at least it went really well. and went a lot were, better than I expected. Yeah, we, yeah. We, did it, we did the short fiction contest. People got up to a thousand words to write something or... Technically, you didn't have to write it because I don't. I'm like I don't have any way to verify whether or not you actually wrote it personally or had somebody write it for you. So I think there's no, there's not really any point to making that a rule. So I just said, well, somebody else can write it, but it just has to be written for this. I I can't be able to Google your story and find it online. Although maybe I should have run run <laughs> the stories through some of the academic fraud detection mm. software. No, but not, I mean, not that I have any particular reason for that. But if I wanted to get fancy, I know I know people who have access to that stuff. I can have yeah. them right there, but. You know this paper was used in like Northwestern class. Well, those also those, no those, but those also scour have their own internet searching algorithms that they use, and they're not just searching for like the yeah. entire story. They they're they're taking all the different passages and seeing if those compare up really Spancy closely stuff. to to yeah. something else. But yeah, we had thirteen people enter wow. that. Yeah, which is way more than you usually would have for like a costume contest or yeah, or theme deck. Sure, that may be comparable to a theme deck, but theme deck has been done a lot. Uh, I'm I'm not a fan of either costume or theme deck. So I like this. The reason I mean I I yeah theme deck has been done a lot. The reason I don't like theme deck as much is that I know as like I feel like if you're judging a theme deck, you really have got to give like. If there's somebody who's willing to throw participating in the tournament to make their actual deck entirely thematic, like that's got to win over somebody who just takes their tournament deck and then tries to write something about how it's a theme deck. Yeah. This is my Inquisitor theme so, deck. So <laughs> I as a which which means like if I'm as a player of entering, I feel like I have to kind of choose between trying to win the Cote or entering the honor event, which I'm not a huge fan of having to do. I mean yeah. I end up yeah. taking my tournament deck and writing a theme about it. And, Hoping yeah, that that's yeah. wise. I mean, uh, my deck was a theme deck. It was Paragons, and as such, I would only use the best action cards. So, <laughs> I feel that I should have won something for that. You could have written a haiku about every card. Mm. That's what I've done. I, I actually yeah, considered yes. um, the short fiction writing in haiku, but then I figured I would want to shoot myself. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I meant to in, enter into the honor... But I just ran out of time. But as I as I told them, I, I was very heavily tempted to Rickroll them. Just have a thousand words at the very end, Rick Astley. <laughs> we had the exact same idea then, or similar ideas, because I wanted to do the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air meme. Yes! yes. You know, yes. Where you go oh, yes. flip like, the first Bel-Air, page, and yeah. then the next page starts the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme. Yes. You know, and it's like really like melodramatic, the first page, second page, bam. See, I would have actually gotten that one, Randy. Like, if you just put the words down, <laughs> I would have no earthly clue. Yeah. You also would, like, if Jay was deciding, you may have just won yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yes. as, as I noted when, when somebody, I think actually it was maybe you, Randy, asked about, like, what yeah. about oh, a yeah, judge? I'm like, well, that's why I told you who the judges are. Yeah. Jay, he likes, yes. he, he, yeah. he's got a broader sense of humor. He wants to see funny stuff. He's written theme decks that are funny. Me, yeah. I'm very lame. Uh, <laughs> so, so my Kitsune, uh, Pornography-themed entry would not have fared well. Or... Uh, probably not. There, I think there was Sorry. one. There was one straight-out uh, comedic yeah. entry, which I mean, I, I did think was funny. Uh, it's not like it was one that just missed. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. But and then there were a couple. There were a couple who had some. 
some wild stuff in there. The although he didn't uh, enter, I didn't I, I didn't re- think about it until later. But uh, James, who won, he had entered the honor contest as well, and his oh, wow. story was actually about a group of phoenix finding the pool of true divination, which is then what he picked for having won the Kote. That's pretty um, ballsy. Yeah, that's yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Babe Ruth calling it. But well, I did. Yeah. And that, when we ended was it up, even yes. the personality that he picked? No, 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 it was not the personality he picked. Uh, he, uh, it was a water shigenja in the story. Oh, yeah, you're right, right. And he picked like Moeru. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the, the old man. Yeah. So Randy, as I mentioned, was the the first loser in that competition. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lee Steel, Lee Steel won, mm-hmm. and third place was Daniel Long. And uh, we've already posted Lee's deck online. Lee's story. I see, and I think I thought I thought Long did very well in um, in the country as well. Yeah, the, yeah, the that, people yeah. who got yeah. first, second, and third in the honor competition All made were second, third, and fourth in the real tournament. Okay, yeah. which is hilarious. Yes, that is actually uh, kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was yeah. So his has already been posted online. I cool. plan on putting the other ones up. It's just that. It requires me to actually type them out, unless, you know, Randy or Daniel yeah. sends me electronically. I, I was going to say, if only there was some way you could communicate this to me electronically to ask for it, yeah. I can send yeah. it to you. And then, of course, I have the, whatever portion of the top 16 deck lists are permissible. How many about? I don't, I don't know. Oh, both of them. <laughs> yeah. but no, no, I don't know how many people said don't share it. I, but. I think there's I'm more shareable than not. Okay. Uh, um, I, I actually really prefer not to share the number of each card in the deck, but the cards themselves. And I actually did that on the Lion Forum. I saw that. And I think I did it on the report form. on the Crane Forum, too. And at least on the Lion Forum, and they obviously care a lot more about liony stuff, but I thought it sparked some good discussion without just outright giving away the keys to the deck. Um, even though it's like, well, I wonder what cards he's using four of. Maybe cast aside the week? <laughs> I think everybody assumes that one. Well, well and I think that's good because that's about the same information you get watching somebody play. Right. Because right. you see the weird cards, but you're like, I wonder how many of that he's running. Yep. Right. Yeah. Is that a one of, or is that three of? Right. Three yeah. bar fights. Well, and there's. Yes. <laughs> I, no, 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 I, I no, have that's to, your four no, of. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. I. I I could not even count how many times I heard bar fights <laughs> during the course of the coaching. People were yes. like, yeah, they're going to go around and just have a stash of sleeves and like bring some bar fights, see whatever their opponent has, and like sleeve a bar fight up, put it in their Discord account, and be like, hey, John, look at that. <laughs> I, mm. Yes, yes. Death by bar fight. Uh, that, yeah, it's going to be rough. I, yeah, I, I, I don't... Yeah, he, he's probably taking some serious ribbing over there in France. Uh, hey, I mean, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but well, well, way to go. If, if I hadn't been aware of it, I don't think I would have noticed we were doing so many deck checks so quickly. Yeah, well, yeah. that was because the, yeah, the, the one in France that happened again, yeah, he, mm. he got deck checked. And still, it did not get noticed. It wasn't until he, like, he got to his top eight match. I don't know if and the other guy was like, hey, um, like, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, because I guess partially it's because there's there's been some of the promos that have come out have been like legal right away. Like peace was legal yeah. before most people had the possibility of right. getting it. Yeah. Uh, so it, I think who got it before it? Like the guys down in Australia for the charity tournament where Zinzer yeah. was were the only ones who actually you, got peace before it became legal. And, and you couldn't even call that proxy it, right? No, 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 because no, no, the call out edition proxies were only Emperor edition itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know how many are this. This Cote was still Callout Edition legal. I don't know how many people were using how many. I didn't cards. see too many proxies around, really. I, I was expecting more. I was used for. Uh, yeah, I had a couple cards. I was expecting yeah. to see more proxies, and I was expecting it to be a lot more headaches. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, luckily that that got asked relatively quickly, and I was very clear about that on the forum. Yeah, like you like no, you literally have to have the Colot edition thing. It need you know with the art and with everything, and like it, the only thing it is like it doesn't have to be in color. Yeah, but yeah. like no no handwriting it on there. Even though as much as I like to use them for for Gauntlet decks, the L five R search proxies were not going to cut it for for this purposes. No, they're yeah. they're great. Well, yeah. Randy's. Mouthing, I love. I, 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 I didn't want to interrupt you. You're <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's it. But, but yeah, no, it's it's got to be like the official thing, and I, I mean, that's and which is kind of the way I interpreted it as being required anyway by what the announcement was. Mm-hmm. I guess some other people felt that was ambiguous, but like, I'm, there's not going to be it, yeah. anything. Like, you are going to use exactly what the that that was. We had, I liked, we had a good spread of clans. I think every clan had at least seven. Yeah, I, I was I was entirely surprised. I, like one of the reasons I was playing Crane was like, well, I can just play and get top Crane, and I only have a little bit of competition. And apparently, and then I'll get all my people leads. had that idea. Yes, yeah. there were nine Cranes. So, wow! How did this you should have shot up as Shadowlands? Every Crane I told that to was like, really? <laughs> There's nine? Yeah, it's yeah, it's rough. It, I really don't. It's think. hard to judge how much. Especially at the start of an arc, as mm-hmm. like the start of a Cote season, how much attendance is going to be affected by whether or not a clan is, a good is really good or, mm-hmm. or not? I mean, because there are there are certain floors from clan loyalists. Crane is a relatively popular clan anyway. I mean, like Man- Mantis starts out a lot lower than Crane does, so it's much yeah. easier to have a Mantis attendance be be three or a Unicorn attendance be five or something like. Well, that. I think you have regional. That's why you had like twenty four crabs in Massachusetts. It's well, just, yeah, that, it's crab every year. We actually tend to have a lot of cranes, but I remember like two cotes ago we had like very few. Which I yeah, well, from. that's that's because one of the for you know we'll, we'll talk more about this later when we get zero. But like crane, I think is clearly the worst off clan. Yes, yeah, but they're not awful. I mean, they can actually mm. they're a deck that's distinctly. Of a, a you know lesser tier or whatever it is, then you know their best deck is going to be than than the, any other clan's best deck. Right. But they're not just awful. I mean, you go back probably when you in fact two years there were no cranes because crane were just catastrophically terrible there yeah. for a while in yeah. Celestial Edition. Uh, I mean, just yeah, awful. they Scorpion were for a, for a chunk of time too. Yeah, really terrible in Celestial yeah. Edition. Were they? There was one like one or two cotes total in Celestial, didn't they? Oh, I, I, I think, that. like, they never Probably. actually... And I think one of them was a ninja win because it was, like, an Australian. Well, I think it was conceded. At, but, but, no, at the end, they they did some better with Final, right. the ninja stuff. But for a very long stretch. Stuff, but, yeah, but they had a long stretch where there, there wasn't nothing. anything yeah. going on uh, in, in Celestial Edition for the Scorpion. But, so we had a good spread there. We had all of the clans represented? No. Oh, sorry. All the clans except for Crane. Represented in, uh, in the top 16. All of this playable. Uh, <laughs> my, my apologies, Crane. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but we had yeah, at least again, two crates at 4 and 3. We had yeah. 3, didn't we? Well, at least 2. At least 2. Yeah. Because well, you were? Looks like right, 3. Every... The top crane was. So yeah. I don't yeah. uh, And the guy who played Jeremy was. Yeah, 3 crates I see so far. The, the I think it was just played three. Jeremy's uh, very big. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know his name. I just knew we were in the three and three round, and they were playing with Crane and Crane. I was like, well, one of them was going to be four and three. 
Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, you had yeah Jeff Bowers was Crane, Dylan Adams was Crane, Shan Chandry was Crane, you were Crane. So that was at least four Cranes. I mean, there were a lot of Cranes who were four or three. That's what I'm saying. It's not like you're going to... You know, you're not going to go to a tournament and have, like, the top crane deck be 3-4. Uh, although, I guess it's really hard to have a mm, top That'd be pretty hard. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen that. But Even when claims were just terrible. Well, yeah. if, if the attendance... If it's bad enough, the attendance gets yeah. down as well. And you've really lost the, the, good, the good players completely. I, I took my two losses first two rounds. So, yeah. I was in the, the not-so-hard end. The kiddie pool. Well, and I also was like, I guess Honor wasn't really doing that great because, like, out of my next four matches, three of them were Honor. And oh, wow. that's what my deck's geared to beat. It's okay against military. So you needed to get into the top 16 where three of the decks were Phoenix Honor. Yeah, see, I really yeah. misjudged the field. I was like, okay, I can beat pretty much, I can beat Lion easily 50% of the time, Lion Honor, even though I didn't in the Cote. Um, and I can beat Phoenix Honor about. 5% of the time. I'm like, eh, Mantis are good, Scorpion are good, those guys will take them out and I'll be fine. <laughs> you know, the logic worked until the last round. You know, that's that's what happens, especially when you get, when you get to the Olympics. It's, you know, this one matchup that you're going to get and you yeah. that's one of the reasons why I like how well the decks make a cut better than, like, who won right. the, I mean, the tournament. The two decks I was worried about was T.O.P., uh, was Temples of Purity, and Shirochuga. And I faced two Shiro Chugos. One of them was first turn. Mm. So that didn't yeah. go so great for me. And as seeing the uh, the Phoenix deck that won, uh, I was not going to beat it either. So Yeah, yeah. But our, I mean, our, our top 16 in no particular order, I don't think, or maybe it's going, maybe this, maybe I was running these down based on Swiss routes. We had one Mantis Thunder deck, one Lion Straight, one Lion Ancestors, one Spider Paragons, one Unicorn Paragons, one Straight Lion Paragons, Two Kalani's Landings decks, one Crab Scouts, three Shirochugo, uh, one Crab Berserkers, one Dragon Kensei, uh, Randy's Tactagon, Lion Tactagon's deck, the three Phoenix Honor, and one Spider Kensei. It was that's actually the top funny. 18, because that, that's everybody who made the, who was 5-2. It was funny because I think um, Jeremy Spencer was the um, Thunder deck, and yeah. he was talking to me like right after the cut, and he was like, Maybe, you know, if I do well this tournament, I can get you guys to talk about Mantis Thunder on the podcast. I'm like, you, you can really probably just ask on the forum to just talk <laughs> about Mantis Thunder on the podcast. Yeah. Well, and that's, I remember, too, he played in the... James, who who won, was playing Phoenix Honor, and he had to play in the playing round, and then when he found out he was going to be paired against the Mantis deck, he's like, oh, I have a terrible match. I don't I mean, know if it's because it ended up being Thunder or... Well, yes, going first is good, but naval is bad. Navel's navel is like Sneak navel is really good battle. against honor decks. That's what I mean. Like going first in a battle. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm lying. I always go first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like sure. if only they would print more naval lion personalities. That would be. You know what? I'm a chair. Where's the one? Where's the one? Taco. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm a charitable man. I will give my opponent the first option to play an action that I will negate. <laughs> <laughs> do I have no no fear? Do I have iron will? Do I have, what do I? Yeah. Do I? Yeah, I actually use reoceans to pull it over. Do I use Sato to pull it over? Yeah. Th there were times in your top four match against Lee. For the Mantis deck, where he like you like you were iron willing things, and he was 
just not taking the option to play an additional action rather than risk getting it effortless mm-hmm. counterattack. Yeah, I like uh, that. Yeah, I think you've got to take the action, but just take a oh, take a slightly crummier one. I, I think it it once again it's L five R, so it's all situational based. Because when I was playing uh, Randy's deck in playtest, I only have so many actions. Mm-hmm. So if I waste that other action, it may be better. If I'm playing a Kensei deck and I've got like ten kill actions on the board, that's really how many yeah. I can land. Sure, I'll blow two kill actions because I got a few more. Oh, I, I, I only have some more. Man, I need uh, to see this Kensei deck. Well, like, no, I have every single weapon in my deck out. Uh, <laughs> uh, like 13, then I have like 10 kill actions. Well, so, that's uh, what Colin always gets. I don't know how. No. <laughs> I'm facing like every single... Well, uh, they're cheaper for, yeah. for spider Kensei. So, similarly with my honor deck, it's often not how many actions can it take, but how long do I have the presence to yeah. take yeah. them. Yeah. So I'll be like, whatever. If you don't can, if you cancel it, it's not like I was going to hang around long yeah. enough to take your, the your next. Uh, your next, yeah, your next action is going to remove my presence regardless. Right, right. So, right. Uh, so why not go ahead? Well, uh, for a lot of times, for mine, like I just wanted to land it so it gets honor, and if you negate it so it doesn't get honor, it half the points gone. Of, of course, the funniest thing to me is playing my specific Phoenix honor deck. I have enough four personal honors that they can't I- always iron will it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was part of the reason. That was one of the other reasons I played Courtier. Yeah, is because there's a ton of four person. It's a card I'd like to play in the Scorpion Paragons. Turns out there aren't many targets. No, <laughs> that that is one of the Paragon cards that is that is actually just for the high army. Yeah, right. See, this is this is why I don't build military decks. What? I would toss one in just for yeah. the amusement factor. Oh, what's that? Otaku is trying to punk somebody. No, thank you. You, your opponent would be very surprised. Exactly! They would not see it coming, but the best part is they're just the one, so for the rest of the deck they'd be waiting for the other two. <laughs> they might, although that's, that's another one, that's one of those things you can't play around it much. I guess they, I guess, I guess, no, that one you could play around. They'd have to just start leading with their high personal honor personalities or something. But a lot of the time, straight up, like, you know your opponent has a good chance of having no, no fear. I mean, what are you gonna do? Not play your bow and send him yeah, actions? Right. Yeah. I, well, I, I mean, personally, to me, playing bow actions at all is probably the wrong choice in the current environment. <laughs> yep. I yes. mean, I run almost yes. no bow whatsoever. It worked for me. It, they were the, the straighten cards or dead cards in people's hands. Yep. I, I want to kill things or I want to send things home. No, oh, yeah, see, no. you have to bow people during the limited phase with your paragons. Then it works <laughs> really well. I keep trying to tell Koyama, and he just does not. <laughs> think so. Well, you know, I tried. I try bowing things with Governor's Court in the open, and that doesn't really work either. Because everybody's running Ageless. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's Ageless is an absolutely Turns ancient out it's good. Oh, ancient, yeah, sorry, ancient shrine. The shriny thing is amazing. Like, there's so much... Yeah, late game it's amazing, early game it's amazing. It's really good. Okay, do we have anything else about the Kote? About the Kote, um... I mean, like, in terms of environment, I don't know. Well, no, well, no, because forever. we can talk about the environment yeah. later when we talk about the environment. It went on forever. We had an extra round because of the golf cut. Well, yeah, that that is one of the... Well, we can talk... I guess that we could also have the floor rules, but yeah, it, man, it adds a lot of time. I did yeah. I did the top 16, like, the first, like, real Elim round after the plan round as best two out of three. That was a mistake. I mean, with eight games, you are going to eat up the entire hour and a half. Yeah. Every single time. And you just like basically yep. going going from the traditional cut to for this number of players, going from the traditional cut to the X two cut, which we used, added two rounds to the tournament. Mm. Uh and so and, and one of those and I foolishly chose to make one of those two rounds best two out of three. 
Uh, yeah. So definitely those. Like, like the, really the only question is, do you also need to take the top eight round down to best of one? Like I know James was saying in Chicago, they did best of one straight through until you got to the finals. Wow. Wow, that's a little. That's a little and I, know I like people, playing two out of three. Yeah, people, people usually do. like. I mean, especially once you hit the top eight, people really prefer it to be yeah. best two out of three. But I don't know. Maybe it matters less if you get to the top eight after having gone through random mm-hmm. randomness in the you know playing around and the top sixteen, as opposed to just making the cut straight to top eight, where you you yeah. know maybe feel like you've grueled a bit more for your yeah. your top eight. Okay, well, that's everything about the Atlanta Cote, I guess we have to say for right now. Oh, oh and, I, I have oh. two two great moments. Uh, one was my opponent using Second City on my face down province to flip up my guidance. I just, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are the odds? But I, I had to laugh. We both actually laughed. And uh, using rhetoric to fling Natoshi's sacrifice right back at him. <laughs> yeah. Favorite moments. Um, let me see. Favorite moments. Um, playing creating order. <laughs> <laughs> is that card really good? It is actually good. Um, a top eight game, I guess, against Mark. Um, great Scorpion player. We crash our armies into each other like three separate oh, times, man, that game. killing everything. Just and no provinces. Are no taken. provinces are destroyed. Someone makes a joke like, "Hey guys, you know you can lose provinces, right?" <laughs> And, and and finally, we're in like another one of these terrible battles. We're just murdering the hell out of each other, and uh, he gets his paragon up to like twenty two force, and then does the uh, strength and tear lowers one of my guys' force to like I don't know negative eighteen or something. Like that. <laughs> and then he's pretty much out of actions. So I play creating order, lowering his yeah. force to four, bringing mine back up to whatever four. it was. Yeah, four, <laughs> and. That was game, and then I played him again, and yes. the exact same card won me the game again. So. Yeah. Although, yeah, the one thing, is, of course, to keep in mind is remember that no creating order cannot get rid of the force penalty from Temple up here. I saw that attempted yeah. more than once. I'm not sure I understand what cannot be negated means. That's pretty ambiguous. It can't be negated. Okay, thank you. Like, if you try to negate it, that doesn't happen. I'm kidding. Well, I think people forget that it says that. Yeah, Yeah. reading is hard. (laughs) I I had people, like, really confused. There is a lot of text on that card, and I guess you you were out at the time. The Phoenix set of previews for that set was was, was the April Fool's joke. And the April, so there was an April Fool's version of each of the Phoenix preview cards, and the April Fool's version of that had, like, 13 lines of microtext <laughs> of all the different conditions yeah, okay. for when things okay. happen. Uh, I mean, so the, the card is certainly texty. Yes, it's certainly ridiculous. So, okay, uh, that's enough for this gigantic file. Sometimes we here at Strange Assembly end up with two-part episodes because we just blather on for longer than I can take to put in one episode. And usually when that happens, there's a break somewhere in the middle of the recording and we just divide it into two parts. In this case, however, since the middle segment was almost an hour long, what I really needed to do was take that split it out into its own episode, so that's what I've done, and that will be part two 
of this episode, but it means that as you listen to the next segment, you'll hear a few comments where we're referring back to things that we said in that 50 minutes and a few comments about how incredibly long it is that this has been going on. So that's why there's a little bit of temporal disjunction there. Sorry about that. Well, now that you guys have uh, sat here and listened through an hour and a half or so <laughs> of us, you know, talking about our own personal cote and then random things about the, the floor rules, when we actually talk about the environment, you were probably waiting for that uh, for the last 50 minutes or so, uh, and, and where it's in. And we even have some uh, fresh voices uh, instead of just, you know, me and Jay. Reiterate. Well, re- I say reiterating our same opinions, although they're substantially, not all, definitely different now mm. since we've, now that we've seen actual actually games. seen Kote. Well, not yeah. well, we've seen not just not actual games, but like you know major tournament results. Uh, so I, I guess we'll just do my my usual old uh, alphabetical. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Kutenhita is still the right deck to play if you crab. Um, I like it. I mean, to me, it's a, it, it's a solid deck with a lot of really solid battle actions. Um, I think it probably... I'm probably ignorant about how it does against Honor. But... Uh, well, I, I think... I, I didn't get to play it, but I would guess that most... Well, I don't know. My deck doesn't care. Okay. A, lot of, a lot of other decks might care more, because it's going to eliminate Presence pretty quick. Okay. Is Den of, Den of Iniquity out yet? No. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Berserkers and various randomness or weirdness or whatever around the Siege deck has made cuts, but I don't think has... I mean, yeah, including a Berserker deck at Atlanta, but I have still not really seen performances out of that or consistent performances out of that or really high-level performances out of that yeah. that really change my mind. It's It's not a bad deck. It's not in the you know, the sense that you're going to go and just get crunchied. But I I think that Crab has the option of playing a, I guess, a let's just call it a Tier 1 deck, for lack of better terminology, in in Cute and Hita XP in in various iterations of what exactly you're putting around Scouts, and I think that's that's the way to go for them. Um, You're definitely going to run into more Golden Steels and uh, Footsteps of Madness than you you were a couple of weeks ago. I I really think that um, Golden Steel is a card that should be in a lot of military decks, simply because it really hoses Cute and Hita, and it it works a lot, surprisingly. I mean, even if they're running eight gold guys and you're running eight gold guys, or they're running seven gold guys and you're running seven gold guys, it's good. It's still a very, very good card. Yeah, the, the battle action is still generally going to be playable. I mean, if your deck tops out at seven gold guys and has a bunch of sixes and fives or something, like, maybe if you're playing Cute and Hita, it's kind of hard to use sometimes, though. I mean, I guess you're going to get off. you got the Haruma in there. The Well, well, and one of the nice things about that box is you can splash in their commanders. Not you necessarily would, but you can because it's it's free followers. Well, I mean, well, like the, the Crane Scout box, you have to have scouts. Yeah, I'm sitting there trying yeah. to remember what Crab Commanders are still hanging around from when Crab Commanders was a theme. Uh, there's the one that uh, negates destruction twice, mm. um, and there's one... But that's that, a his... Fo- is that his follower or anybody's follower? No, it's anybody's, anybody's follower. It's, it's a reaction. 
Um, and well, there is the chick. It's a reaction, but it depends on the text of the reaction. Is, but, isn't yeah. there the choke slam berserker dude from Forgotten Legacy? No, no, yeah, that's that's what I meant by the. the I think she is a. I think that's a Hiruma. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's the I bow you, and you can't perform anything. And gen and these days, generally bow actions are performed. I mean, sorry, straighten actions yeah, are performed, performed. So you can't even stand yeah. the guy back up. Yeah, that guy's ridiculous. That guy's very good, and yeah. they can and are able to play him. And actually. I think that's one of the weaknesses of the crane deck is that all their dudes have to be scouts, whereas the crab deck gets mileage out of its other good personalities. Yeah, its yeah. Other they can still get the they can still get the little followers on them. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, good followers. It's a good deck. Yeah, I, I ne- never before in the history of L five R have zero force followers been so valuable or heavily played. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nita. Ashigaru, I mean, Ashigaru Elite is, in fact, getting played. I remember when that came out, we talked about, like, well, attachments are more important. Is it good enough to get played now? And we're like, no, it wasn't then. Yeah. It's getting a little bit of play now, not not a lot, but basically as an alternative to Nakanu technique for people who don't get the luxury of playing with Paragons. I'm not sure I understand. Then there's Crane. Everyone uh, can just switch to so, play. The- so there are some of these other clans. <laughs> Yeah, and, and those things that you face roll, <laughs> uh, and, and then there's your crane, which I think we all agree is definitely a low man on the totem pole this Kote season, or at least this environment. I guess we have, really don't know when the heck Emperors of War is coming out. So, yeah. yes, but, who would have guessed four of the worst strongholds plus the worst personality base plus dueling meta on. Actions that most clans are going to run, and honor being old, relatively weak, or at least a lot of metaphor. Okay, whiny butt. <laughs> <laughs> I only said the last one. I was mostly aiming at Randy, oh, but uh, uh, there was the the like everything is terrible. All our cards are bad. Oh. So let's talk about no. I <laughs> I've only got Didn't one we thing just that's terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, it's my yeah. When we get to Dragon Smasher, but no, no. I mean, Crane or. They're not awful. The problem is that, like, their best stuff is meh. Uh, and, and so they're... In an environment of dudes like the Chokeslam guy. Uh, yeah, or, no, no, yeah. I mean, they are... They are at a point where you can clearly look at them and say, like, they don't have a deck that you're worried about running into. Right. They just don't. Yeah, no, if, I, if uh, my opponent is a crane player, I go, oh, thank God, and we'll take a break. It's, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. I mean. Well. I mean. Wait, 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 once you're saying we definitely think they are the worst off clan, you're kind of necessarily saying that you're all the things being you're going to be glad to yeah. see that sitting on the the other side of the. Yeah. I mean, it used to be kind of nice even when uh, in celestial edition with dueling. Even if you didn't, you know, even if you were not going to do very well, there were still decks that hated to see you. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe well, it's not a good thing to toy in. That may just be because people. There's always somebody who hates running into yeah. to dueling. dueling, but I mean, I, I call I, him Freeman. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I think there's a. a I mean, a point. I, part of the point I'm trying to make is that you know, again, they Crane Crane had it lots, lot, lot worse for stretches last arc, and they're not in a position where like it's going to take a minor miracle for cards to come out to make them more competitive. It, I'm just throwing this one out there. Kakita Paragons of Perfection. It's got a nice <laughs> ring to it. 
I like it. Just throwing that one yeah, out there. That's uh, the, yeah, unfortunately, that would not hit until next arc, at which point then you'll be in the land of Paragons don't have all the ridiculous actions, or maybe. Look, unless they just reprint Forgotten Legacy, I don't know. If it's Paragon action, it could be like one blade, two strikes, and you could do duel two guys at once. Just throwing these ideas out there. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm glad you're throwing these ideas out there because AEG has expressly said they won't they print actually, ideas. No, they, but they've, they've already printed a card that starts a duel with multiple people. He was a crab personality. Oh, yeah. He's a Kazada. You should just reprint come one at a time. Come on. Mm. Yep. I'd be okay with Yes, you'd play your come one at a time, your opponent would kill your guy, then you'd be like, oh nuts, I don't have presents anymore, I'll play my flooded path. It would still be one more <laughs> duel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, what do you get, there's three duels right now? Uh, yes. Not all of them lethal, but... Oh, a duel if I could, yes. You're forgetting the poetry jam. <laughs> I do <laughs> forget the poetry jam, because people play that without any regard to whether or not they're a dueling deck, or have chi, or duelist, or anything. It's just, my guy has four personal honor, your guy has one, who cares? Haiku. Yeah. Bah. Well, I mean... It is actually pretty solid. I'd, I'd, um, I think Trevor suggested putting it in Lion Paragons just because it's like open Baladute. Yeah, no, I mean, I always, well, even if you lose it, or at least for an honor deck, even if you lose it, the it's really not that bad. You, oh, I you, thought the guy wasn't going to defend with anyway. Right, and I, and you gain an honor, and my guy gets dishonored. Oh, well. Not the end of the world. And it's not going to happen that often anyways. Most people are just going to not care and strike. Yeah, but, uh, so then you have Dragon, the aforementioned Dragon. I, Dragon are definitely in a better position, Crane, although I think that Dragon are also, despite the fact that Dragon has won a Kote, uh, we joined, what are their, in Emperor Edition tournaments, how many clans have not won a tournament yet? Crane? In Unicorn? Scorpion? Oh, no, not... In, no, no, Scorpion has. In, in Emperor Edition? Like, yeah, in including, Emperor Edition. Including, including the, the pre-Kote stuff. Crane is the only one. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, I mean, Kensei is, I think, I think Kensei is Dragon's best deck. I agree. And I think it's still... I mean, it's certainly not a super scary deck. And so, I, I mean, I don't... I, I think there's a solid argument to make that, like, if you take... That, that for purposes of how good the clan is going to be in the tournament, the, the most important thing is, how good is the best deck? And just disregard what any of the rest of the stuff with that, yeah. does. And then if you look at, okay, this is Dragon's best deck, this is other clans' best decks, other than Crane... How many clans are there whose best deck is worse than Kensei? Than Dragon Kensei? I'd probably, I'd probably, I don't have much faith in the Unicorn right now. In, in the Unicorn, you get to play with all the ridiculous Paragon cards that the Lion do? Right. Plus they're yes. on horses. Plus cavalry. Right. Uh, I mean, I like Lion Paragon better. I mean, just throwing this one out there, but like, look at the different, look at the placements in different Kote. I, I really don't see Unicorn up there doing super well. I think Unicorn fall behind in certain battle actions. Like, just other than, than the couple of Paragon actions they can run. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I, I still have not seen, I know somebody top 16 with one, but I haven't really seen anything that makes me want to go anywhere near Tomori yet. Uh, I really love putting two personal honor personalities in my honor deck. And, and then having to win battles defending with them. Yeah. The, the problem with Tomori is it like needs the thing that lets you do battles in the order you want. The spell. And the spell that like harpoons a dude over. Yeah. And that's a lot of spells to need in order to be able to start manhandling people. 
And because they don't have ears, you can just, they don't have that, a lot of that other sport. I mean, they're going to run different stuff anyways, but you could splash some of that stuff and it would help. Yeah. yeah. Uh, since I just, uh, you're curious, out of the, so far, out of ability to, out of rate of, just rate of making the cut as far as, you know, how many people of different clans have shown up, have, have made it in there, it's Lion, then Crab, Phoenix, Mantis, Scorpion, Unicorn, so Unicorn are sixth, then Spider, Dragon, and Crane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, one of, I mean, Unicorn have even had decent attendance too. They've had, yeah, Crab has had the highest overall attendance so far because of the 24 people who showed up in Feeding Hills and played them. But Unicorn's actually not bad at, at having 64 out of the 558 people so far. But, yeah, Watchful Eye Dojo, I definitely kind of went back and conceptually re and revisited the notion of the courtiers after we had honor do better than expected at atlanta and i i wish i had more better courtiers i guess is my like i, I cannot do the same sort of boxable nonsense so like from a crane envy perspective the fact that your courtiers have magistrate on them and like duelists I think that we it, would throw that samurai trait it, in the trash. Oh, oh no, no. I, well, and the, your quarters don't even usually have the samurai trait, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think on the on the fate side, you have just a vast, vast array of of options of what to do in that. But I think when you look, I'm just like in terms of when you look at the like what the Temple of Purity deck is doing, God. other than just having a really, really good stronghold. But, Amazingly good, strong. Yeah, yes. I mean, as I mean, as I as I said when it came out, it 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 is last step castle, which I hear was pretty good. So yeah. yes, I I I stop you from taking my performances, and I gain two honor every turn. Yeah. Or early game knock you down two honor to make you pay extra. I've seen people do that. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Not but I, I mean, just within the way that. I'm talking about within the way that deck plays, yeah. it's very important to that deck that you've actually got a, a number of boxable guys. And then, like, if you try to take that over and be like, okay, what do I, can I, can you build something like that with the, the Kitsuki? And, like, you can. You have one guy who. No, well, I mean, I, I took that same concept and was re looking, I was looking again at my quarter deck. The problem is, it, I have, like, Two boxable courtiers total. Um, the other ones, uh, Ringetsu is at box. The other uh, Ayano Tatsuki is ten honor requirement, um, and so is Kitty Art. Um, and so Ringetsu is the only one at box, and uh, Dinagon is uh, three personal honor for five. So you're also got least in the Yeah, I mean, and I think with the, the the dragon deck when you start the, at least when you start the duels, you're like it, it says open it's unless they feel like using their ageless, it says open, dishonor them, gain an honor. Which isn't shabby or anything, but it doesn't advance your win condition in the same way and it and it doesn't uh prevent them from taking any provinces. It sets up your actions in battle better, but you again for these sorts of things, like to, to keep you, up you in the way that the show Phoenix up in does. Battle. Well yeah, or or yeah, you show up and you take one action, which Hopefully, potentially removes your presence. Yeah. Uh, so it, it it's. I, I mean, I'm not. I, I'm certainly not denying that having duelist and magistrate and courtier 
you know, on all of your personalities is very handy. Well, I, well, but one of the things I, I would also uh, say is that having played courtiers and having played magistrates and looking at Watchfly, because I look, I, I like dueling, so that seemed like a good duck. The magistrate action set, I just am not impressed with at all. Because magistrates like to duel, they like to bow a lot. So mm. that's not really great. And the fact that they completely nerfed um, uh, restoring order. Uh, yeah, well, it was a little good. Yeah, uh, right, but it was one card. Yeah, yeah. What? What? Yeah. What is it? It's one in for questioning now. No, it's not one in for questioning. It's um, dispensing justice. Okay. Well, I think you have both of those options. I mean, yeah, I, but one one thing that I think is really solid about magistrates is that they do have the two gold cost holding, which produces three for them. Yes. And lets them sacrifice themselves to ring a fire for one more chi. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else the hell you can do with chi these days. Oh, oh, oh you can also use it in um, a hakaseki. You can Expert use it to. You can use it because it's not only a jitsu action, so you can use it in your duel. <laughs> oh, I was say, you can uh, you can jump up for rhetoric if you have the courtier magistrates. Oh yeah, wow, that would be nice Ooh. if one had courtier magistrates. Yeah, yeah, that would be useful. But yeah, yeah. Also, oh yes, you don't get four personal honor. Uh, it's not as bad as the two personal honor for the Tamoris because seriously, I needed a. Honor deck full of guys with two person honor. <laughs> yeah, but like the the best Tamori guy is totally the boxable. I'm I'm not sure I understand. Like dragon players vote to experience the four gold guy. I want to be able. <laughs> that's a really good overlay. Please, uh, trust me. That guy is going to get played for the rest of the arc. You want to be able to overlay on him. I'm uh, just saying, soul of Hoshioki. <laughs> yes. Double yeah. the amount of butt crack art in your clan. Wow. Yes. And, and, and with that, we can move on to the other terribleness that is monks, and I don't think there's anything else to say. Wow, those are bad personalities. <laughs> are you sure they're not great? <laughs> no, they're bad and have force. Yes, there we go. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. I was going to say, they might be like pacifists. <laughs> and then they don't hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, uh, tolerable box that's easily meta. Mm, lousy personalities, lousy actions, inability to play no no fear. Curse you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, two no. for three. On to yeah, two uh, for three. <laughs> on, yeah. So with that, we move on to what uh, lion who are in terrible shape. Lion or not, don't play lion. Yeah. Lion Paragons are I, awful. Ancestor Honored uh, has been better than I thought it would be and been more consistent than I thought it would be. I thought it would. Mm. I was really concerned with the consistency of being able to reliably get out the Ancestors enough to do those sorts of things, but um, that deck has... Like, I haven't seen it played a ton, but it seems to do very well when it gets played Lion, and then mixed either straight-up Lion Ancestors or mixed in with para, or Paragon Honor yeah, or mixing yeah. those two or... All the successful ones I've seen, it's just... You, you just need dudes with four personal honor. Um, to me, I actually like the version um, out of Shimade because I do not like the Ancestor Honor Stronghold. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got beaten by a dude who's using the Ancestor Honor Stronghold in Atlanta Cote, but um, yeah, I just don't. I just don't think it does enough right now. And I like you're saying. Um, if you chart the average number of Ancestor babies you get out a game, it's like four, maybe. 
and you have to make the best of having those four guys. And if your box solely keys off of you having those four dudes, and you get like one extra honor for each of them, and you can use your abilities from home. See, hilarious things to do with ancestor babies. Get one out right away, then play Visitation and laugh at the ridiculousness of it all. Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff you can do with ancestors. um, Well, I I don't want to see that. That's not. Just think about the next time you're playing. If your opponent Mm -hmm. gets an ancestor out and then visitations and drops you below your honor requirements before you even bought a guy. Yeah. That's, I mean, never mind. I mean, it gets another honor deck. It's just a four point honor swing. Yeah. Because I they, they wanted to get rid of those, right? Isn't that why we have no Eajutsu challenge anymore? Absolutely. Uh, so I thought they just hated dueling. They thought they thought it was dumb. I I don't think that's the case. Can't it be both? <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure they don't hate dueling. I they're probably aggravated by dueling because it's got issues as a mechanic. Yeah. Uh, it's it's basically in there for flavor reasons, but has way too much complexity around. Like like. All of the actions, all the all the things that you end up doing with dueling, you could do with something else. Like I, I honestly don't like if you were sitting down and designing L five R from scratch. I don't. I like you might like just never introduce dueling. I mean, like you could still have Iajutsu actions right. that would represent duels happening, but yeah. there would be none of this like back and forth with like. I mean, all the stuff that goes around on on like. Just this for this very small number of actions, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Lion Scouts, you still don't play those. Uh, supposedly they auto win against honor, but I, I just don't. I don't know. I'm not really auto winning against honor is not sufficient to play. Yeah. Uh, I should just have like get... a sock puppet here, and I should be like Trevor says. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, Trevor. I think that was one of the things. Trevor is very, very big on. I hate playing any deck that has like a really bad matchup against anything. And I think in the interview that was went up with Case on Friday, that was one of his big things. Is like that's dumb. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I obviously am fine with having one really, really bad yeah, matchup. I, I mean, sometimes it's just, it just yeah, you know, just take your shot. That's yeah. how it works anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like Lion Scouts too, too much. I mean, yeah. yeah. And then tacticians. I have not. Seen tacticians accomplish anything except in basically your. I'm going to pay a paragon deck out of the tactician box and mm-hmm. use the six tacticians who have limited or open abilities mm-hmm. to just trigger the yep. box every single turn without pitching cards yep. out of my hand. Uh, because the tactician personalities, other than Kamina and the unique Sayobi and Dairuko, are amazing. Um, and Fukuzo, who's also a good tactician. Um, the tacticians are bad. They're bad. Their actions are bad. Yeah. It's bad. Just no. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I don't really like the tacticians except to enable the far superior paragons. I don't know if they're as bad as they're saying they are, but the paragons are far superior. <laughs> I mean, like, the tacticians are just going to get shot and die or have something bad happen to them and die and yeah. be overcosted and. Uh, and also. You can just put Paragon personalities in your deck, and you get to play with Counterattack, which was broken, mm-hmm. and you get to play with like the best kill action that, for some reason, also has a four focus value and has mm-hmm. an open, just in case, just in case, yes. Yeah. Uh, and you get to play with a card that is zero, draw a card, get free force and protection, and gain honor, right? And you get to play with 
if you're lion or unicorn paragons, you get to play with um, just reaction negate your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's or could, terrible. Or I could play all tacticians and have a bunch of 3 4 dudes that are bad or 2 4 guys. I did that. You don't like the tactician personalities. No. Okay. Mantis uh, has definitely done well with Kalani's Landing and also has done well with uh, Thundercats, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call that deck. Uh, I, I mean, I think that those are also in there as. You know, definite good decks for the mm-hmm. environment, along with, you know, I've kind of got like Crab Scouts, Paragons of various flavors, mm-hmm. decks that run all naval guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I, well, to distinguish from like Mantis Scouts, which hasn't really gone anywhere, yeah. or, or Kitsune. So, and then, and then we get sort of the, the newer entrance, like, okay, let's see. Will T.O.P. Honor hold up now that people are more realizing that, oh, wait, I actually do have to meta against Honor this environment, but T.O.P. is a really good box. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know that we've really learned anything about Mantis that we didn't know before Cote season. I know that originally I had concerns about whether or not that could be consistent enough with the explosive starts, but I think we pretty much had wrapped that up before Cote season had actually started. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, that did. Buying your clan champion and like another guy on turn two is yeah. in fact uh your your completely filthy clan champion. <laughs> yes. To me, Kalani's Landing is the box that I think is most likely to go absolutely ridiculous by the end of the arc. It, it it's it is a producing vast, vast sums of gold or drawing copious amounts of cards are always things that you have to watch <laughs> as, as you Protectively cradle your eternal victory dojo. Yeah, this is balance. Leave it on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it's not like they've ever had to errata anything before because a lion deck was drawing too many cards. <laughs> it is the beginning of an arc. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yes, lion does. has historically had some issues with that. Yeah. But, uh, Phoenix, Elemental Destruction has actually done okay. Monks have been, as we expected, non-existent, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. T.O.P. is really good. I'm, yeah, I'm completely blanking on what the four... Oh, yeah, the Sheba, the Sheba have also <laughs> been non-existent, as we <laughs> expected them to be. But yeah, T.O.P. has definitely been better. It's faster than I thought it would be. Yeah, like James's deck from the Atlanta Cote is, holds things off better. with Basically, that deck will never, like, not have crossed 40 by the start of its sixth turn. Ever. Which means your opponent gets three, unless they're lying, your opponent gets three attacks. And you're starting out with that minus, that unnegatable minus four, which just by itself can, like that and one other card is going to get you turn four. Is going to stop them on turn three, or has a reasonable chance to. Not that there aren't things that they obviously there are things yeah. that they can do, but you're. Yeah, no, it's good. But, uh, and we you know the funny thing is, I think people are going to start packing more honor meta specifically against that. And you're going to see the, all the other honor decks just drop like rocks because the few successes yeah. they did slip through, they're they're going to get hit with it. With a part lot of that things. was because there was a lack of meta because people like us thought that yeah, yeah. Uh, honor was not going to do that yeah, great. Yeah. And so uh, on the other hand. We have been correct that Dishonor has been awful. Yeah. Uh, I'm fine with that. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess you have to say, I mean, so far, 
it's not a very large sample size, but TOP Honor has definitely been the best Phoenix deck so far. Right. And then Elemental Destruction has also uh, done all right. Although it's sometimes it's hard to tell. You know, like it's the whole, okay, I see that fe- unspecified three unspecified Phoenix deck are making a cut at some other Kote that's not mine. Like, what are they? <laughs> you don't know what the field is. This is, I mean, I wish, like, you don't know what the field is. You don't know if those are the only three of those deck who were playing, like, would it... Was were there yeah. there seven people who were playing Elemental Destruction and one of them made the cut or was it like that there were two and one did I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Scorpion oh look they have a Paragon deck so that's their best deck. Yep. Uh, Defensive Dishonor is don't play it. I agree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Generally, <laughs> I, I don't think Ninja is bad, but I can't think of a reason to play it over the Paragons. It, I, it has issues. Yeah, I view Ninja much as I view Scouts. Like, if you're trying to make a deck solely around Ninja or solely around Scouts, it's probably not going to work so well. Well, I mean, it, it was okay last arc. I think the biggest problem now is that their people are... They went from, or at least I'm talking about Scorpion, um, Scorpion uh, Ninja used to be cheap and moved all mm. over the place. They could move to adjacent battlefields, and that made them... Like, if you could absorb a hit, you'd move over and then take a province. So it was kind of like weaker to have, but they also had other tricks. This has some pretty decent control elements to it, but the only where you move, the only place you move is back home, which is the, the, I mean, from what I've seen from the ninja deck, and that's just I'm moving my attacking people home, and that's my option in the middle of my battle actions. It, it's good for defense, but it's not so great for offense. Yeah, I mean, if they don't, the there aren't a, you're denied samurai actions, although they're. And their ninja actions aren't ninja selection. The, the ninja action selection is okay, yeah. but I mean a lot of the so they do have some. They, they have some clunkers for their personalities, and although they do have some really good ones, but a big part of it is just that their box is excellent. Yeah, uh, I think is that so. At least they have yeah. that that to build on. But yeah, I mean Shirochugo is yeah. also excellent meta, built-in meta, built-in kill mm-hmm. action, and all your guys are paragons. So <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Chugo's good. Yeah, Spider. Yeah. Uh, I've not, se- I haven't seen Goju at all. So I'm presuming that I don't have yeah. any reason to worry about Goju. I, I really uh, feel like Goju's like, hey, I've got this nifty idea for a card, but I don't know what theme it fits in. It's this dude that splits in half, or a dude that eats things, or a dude that blanks things. Oh, let's just throw him in Goju. Yeah, I've seen the Mantis guy who prevents you performing more than that, but uh. I also have not seen the commanders go anywhere, which is not surprising. Uh, but Spider has seen success both out of its Paragons mm-hmm. and out of its its Kensei, which have I mean they lose no no fear as compared to Dragon Kensei, but I mm-hmm. think other than that they've they've done better. Half of those eight non Dragon personalities in my Dragon Kensei deck are Spider Kensei, yeah, uh, or Masatane is good too. The, the eight are Kuranada XP two three set you know a playset of Masatane Tetsuo XP and a playset of Yamazaki. Right? Okay, and yeah. So yeah, their personality base actually like if you look at it, it's like battle action, battle action, battle action. They have one blank person. Well, they've got the you know, the, the the six for six. The death at Kuranada. Oh yeah. Guy, yeah, who was mommy. Yeah, that's the only blank person they have. Yeah. Yeah, I, who I don't even necessarily know if you play with. I saw. I don't. At least one of those the. Putting the the cav Ninube yeah. in that deck because you've got all the big weapons and you can be like, oh look, I'll put a cav guy in here, put my four or five four. Interesting, on actually, and yeah. just swing. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously the Kensei sure. actions don't work on him, but you know, what? this uh, one that also like stops actions, isn't it? Is she it the... blanks somebody. She goes, you, right. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have ability ears. And that's in open. Yes, in open. Yeah. That's open too. And of course, even though it has nothing to do with Kensei, you can play with Yoritomo Hitako out of any spider deck and get the Inclan discount. Where I guess you get it out of line too. Uh, yes, uh, she's a paragon. Yes, yeah, but I'm saying like even if you're at, like in the for Spider, even if you're in the non-paragon decks, I'm pretty sure she's going in. Yeah, Hitako is like the one out of clan personality that I have seen all <laughs> over the place. Fukuzo too. Yeah, and for, yeah, yeah. Again, another Spider guy. Yep, Fukuzo is absolutely great. Like God, I love that guy. Yeah, the uh, I think Gaioken. XP two, mm. XP two. I I seen him not as much, but like yeah, twice. You know, he's uh, like king of the dumpster divers. <laughs> but but yeah, I think Taku has definitely definitely mm. been the most common, and then Fugazu, and then and again we're in Gyoken, That's yet another spider personality. I mean, I know that yeah. they can have a little bit more availability because they uh, have no honor. They're necessarily not going to have an honor requirement, but. I don't. It's not like there's some crane that everybody would be, sleep, you know, be taking and putting in their <laughs> spider decks if you didn't have an honor. No, well, and, and honestly, that's part of um, part of one of the things I think is the problem with uh, crane scouts is they all have honor requirements, and it seems really weird to me because the whole thing that I doji is that they're going to do things kind of up and upish more than other things, but really they're supposed to be that we're not being completely compromising, but we're doing unorthodox things. So for them to have honor requirements, it's not like my no, personal... No, 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 the Harriers are gone. Right. They may be doing unorthodox things, but they're not doing dishonorable things. Right, no, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm not, well, maybe I, I freezed it badly. Um, they're doing unorthodox things. Things would not be really seen, but they have honor requirements, whereas, like, the Crab Scouts don't. And I wouldn't say the Crab Scouts necessarily... Well, well, the crab, crab scouts are also crab. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they don't have the yeah, they 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 have it on a requirement, but it's like zero. Right, but well, once again, you're you're going into a when is this a story element and when is this a card game element, um, and it stops them from getting played in other decks, and it stops. And why? What great benefit would your other than you know never having to worry not having to worry about dropping below your honor requirements again to sauna? What would be the great mechanical benefit your Crane scouts are getting from not having honor requirements. There's a lot of good scout stuff that will make, or or even like Oni stuff that you can run that makes you lose honor. That makes you lose honor so fast, all of a sudden, all your crane personalities start to be a problem. Mm. Oh, you can't play crane Oni, darn. Well, but I mean, I mean well, well, but when you're making a deck, <laughs> when you're trying to make a competitive deck, and most of your yeah. people are not your clan. Yeah, when you're forced to run Keppo or Geppo or whatever. And he's actually not bad at all. Yeah, he's good, and the deck needs scouts. The deck needs scouts. Right, but that two honor loss, it just... Yeah, that's it. Nope, done. Yeah. Well, go play Crab, then, if you don't want to play a Crab. I mean, you're playing Crane. Right. They're supposed to have honor requirements. They're your Crane. No, I agree generally. I just think the scouts is kind of weird. Hmm. Do, do your did, lion I, scouts I, I, need hey, honor, honor was, requirements? Oh, hell no. We're lying. I, <laughs> I, was, I was a crane player. I got tired of it when like there was a lull in them, and so I played something else. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to complain about crane, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. Is Our people don't get exported because they have the honor requirements. Well, well, that's also they're bad. That's a fool. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, I, well, he's good. people's not good because, of course, then you. I always find it interesting. Like, if you have a clan where their guys are getting like it, it, it's something you know, like when Sumaru was Scorpion players, now it's mm-hmm. Spider players. When their guys get 
gets sleezed out, then they complain about, oh, we don't like the other clans are. I'm like, no, that just means that you have a ridiculously good personality yeah. that is so good that whenever everybody else has to pay two more for him, they're playing yeah. him. So just love it and put him in your decks. I mean, yep. I, I think uh, Hakuseki XP2 might see, you know, things were different. She might see some other play. Because open, shut off an ability, battle... Yeah, kill somebody. Kill somebody, potentially. Not every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she, and she's honor aimed too, though. So she, you know, you can't get her honor requirement for buying other decks. Or like, the the force is not great for a military deck. No, taking her over. So you're reducing your options for for seizing. Then there's unicorn. Uh, has unicorn that doesn't have paragons in it done any good? No. Uh, yes, actually, I mean, it top forward, I thought in. Feeding Hills, I want to say. I could, be, I could be terrible and be wrong, but I thought there was a commander deck somewhere. And by commander deck, I mean deck out of the commander box and just send somebody home. Okay, well, see, that's the... I mean, I know that... I don't know what... I mean, you can play Paragons out of that box. You can play Paragons sure. out of the Tactician box. Sure. I mean, if you're if you're saying I don't really care about the like ridiculous amount of honor that the Battle Maiden box gives you yeah. when you win an opposed battle... Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it's reasonable to switch to Journeys and Keep Out, which doesn't have you don't actually have to have any follower anywhere in the deck or commander anywhere yeah. in the deck. I mean, and then you can put some commanders in if you want. Yeah. But the the one the one big important difference is that that one starting personal honor is family honor can be yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah that's right because yeah yeah that's got the five that's I completely not, forgot about that when I was talking but, to somebody else about it yeah it's not that's not like I'm saying you. You know, go switch out of the. You should be switching out of the battle box. It's just like I think that's an option mm. for them. I think I actually put this in my pointless prognostication thing. I mean, like, like when, I think most of the time when you see tacticians, like the tactician box or the commander box, it's going to be paragons and whatever played out of out of that because they can kind of do out of their tactician box what you do out of yours, Randy, which is put some tacticians yeah. in there and just use them for the card draw. I, I actually considered that early on um, to see if that would work, and then I was like, I would rather play. I don't think it's as good, though, because his is just, have I taken a tactical action, I get another card. Theirs is, I draw one now, but you cannot assign him to battle. Yeah, yeah. And it's a tactical action. They, they so you can't even use something else and then trigger that. If I'm remembering right, they get like a lot better cheap tacticians, though. I don't know if there's more than the one of them, but there's a boxable tactician who then can use his ability from home after you've used him for the box. No, he's seven. Oh, no, he's boxable for... Yes, yes, he's, he's he is sorry. seven, yes. but that makes him boxable. <laughs> uh, you've got... I don't know if you have another one past that that's actively doing something from home once he's he's going around. And I don't... I've seen that... I, I think Journey's and Keep is a more common place to go for that. I'd, I'd have to... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Unicorn's decent, but... Cavalry always has its own innate benefit, especially when there are a lot of good attachments. And I heard Moto Nalish is pretty decent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And she will come out a lot. Yep. And Since you're uh, running two of her. Yes. Someone will slap a weapon on her and she'll be like 14 and, force. And, and, and again, and let's, this is one of these things that she... They complained about her a lot too when she was preview. A lot of people complained, I remember complained that, yeah. about her a lot. Mm -hmm. That was silly. She doesn't kill. Maybe it's because she ran over their attachments. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she seems pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah do we do we have enough yet to stick like top honor or lion honor or one of these other decks up in there with crab scouts, paragons, and 
all naval dudes as like quote unquote tier one decks or uh, uh, Jay, you know TOP honor better than any of us. We'll, we'll see how the people trying to meta it will really affect it, but I think yeah, TOP honor will probably be tier one. Yeah, I, that's what I'm inclined to believe as well. Something because it's like good luck getting rumors travel. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. You need rumors travel and an alter history in order to be able to slow them down. Unless everybody starts running ancient feud, and even then, that deck is just so incredibly fast that yeah. Well, the, the um, rumors travel does hit it really hard because it's a lot of little games. Okay. Which is one of the reasons it actually has a game against Shirochudo. Right, exactly. That's that's the flip side of the coin. Is it's really strong against Shirochudo because it is a lot of little games. Right. I, I still think uh, Forging Destiny hits that deck, or at least James's deck, pretty hard because mm-hmm. it stops a lot of stuff. But help me, help me out. Uh, what is negates it events? Okay. But, uh, yeah, I have well, to say, he's got, like, gift for Pearl of Embers in that deck is uh, a really good play. Yeah. <laughs> well, I you don't really have another play other than Imperial Gift for if you for, other yeah. than that when you get Imperial Gift. But uh, well, benefits helps it a lot. It's yeah, strange that that card. Like I look at benefits in a vacuum and be like, I don't ever want to play this. But I will. But his thing is like, if you're against a military deck, you don't care if they get a province, and you and and. A mil- against the like, yeah, I don't care that much if they get a province, and I don't care that much if they get cards, unless the card that they're drawing is their military, unless, unless the card that they're drawing is their honor meta, which yeah. they aren't playing with because no one thinks honor is any good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I actually thought that some of the honor is pretty decent. I just thought that there was going to be such a prevalence of Shirochugo and Naval and um, ma- mainly those two that they would get rid of them. I, was I think they did a pretty good job for the most part. Yeah. I mean, well, TOP was the only one that seemed to meet out. Or no, Alliance. Uh, the Lion, yeah. Well, yeah, Corey was second after Swiss, if I recall correctly, right. with uh, the Lion. Wait, I don't have to recall. It's right here. Yes. Yep. Second after Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And he was, yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. We have been talking for a long time. So, for Randy Slavin, Mike Cook, and JRL, I'm Chris Stevenson, and we are so done with this. You've been listening to Strange Assembly. You can download more episodes of Strange Assembly on iTunes, or from our website at www.strangeassembly.com. While you're at our website, you can check out the frequently updated main page or talk with us on the forums. You can also email me directly at chris at strangeassembly.com or you can follow Strange Assembly on Facebook or Twitter. Strange Assembly either place. Thanks for listening.